Hey y'all, and welcome back to the Hey You Big Hair podcast. As you know, I don't own the rights to this music. We're listening to Marry You by Bruno Mars, and we're going to get into the topic of today's pod. We are just two days after Valentine's Day, almost forgot myself, and I hope you listened to my pod, Is It The Thought That Counts, before you went out and spent money on a gift. Is It The Thought That Counts? help you come out with a thoughtful gift, whether it's birthdays, love holidays, Christmas, or just because. Well, let's get into it. Today's pod is about why marriages aren't lasting like they used to. I have some insight on that. I could be wrong, but as long as we come to an understanding, that's why I'm here. Mm. Yes. Okay. Well, again, why marriages aren't lasting like they used to. I have a few reasons why they are not. First and foremost, not many people see the value in marriage. Most people are jaded. They walk into a marriage thinking about all of the things that someone wants to take from them. If you walk into a relationship thinking about what someone is trying to gain from you, then you may not want to marry that person. This is why crazy, you know, insane and immature things like love actually mean things because everyone wants to convince you that marriage is this business contract and don't get me wrong it is a financial situation that you're entering even if you start a marriage with absolutely nothing and you acquire things over time so eventually it does become a business contract for many people however when you approach a marriage like a business and you treat your you know spouse like a business partner and you even do business with someone that you're related to or in a relationship with, it does not always work out for the better. Some people require intimacy. They require attention. And when business is entered into a marriage, sometimes the time that you're supposed to be spending with your mate or your spouse, they become conflated as your business partner. You can't really tell the difference between one and the other. And then when they have just the simplest thing from another person that reminds them that they're an actual person and not just someone to crunch numbers with, not just someone to go over stats with, not just someone to, you know, count out invoices and all of that. When they get that level of attention, no matter how small, they veer out of the marriage because they don't realize what they're missing until they get it elsewhere. Now, don't get me wrong, those business marriages do last, but many of them last because, A, they're too busy to focus on what they don't have as an actual married couple when it comes to intimacy. Another reason is once they do realize it, they know how much work is going to be to get out of a marriage when there's so many business ties related to it. They know that they're going to have to do a lot of work. They're going to have to come up with a lot of figures. And it may end up being a tug of war. And some people, they may not want to do that much work. And the reason they don't have to do that much work is reason number two. People in marriages still being for the streets. You got it. 
people in marriages running around out here cheating with any and everybody they possibly can. And it's not like how it was back in the day. These are no longer rumors. Your wife does not have the option to believe you and what you say over another person and what they say. Not when there's cameras. Not when there's proof. Not when there's screenshots. Not when there's social media. None of these things were a factor back then. And your wife could take a little embarrassment on the chin if all it was was he said, she said. Now men are out here having whole babies. Married women are out here getting pregnant by men outside of their marriages. And, you know, it's a complete mess. It's not like it was back then when a man could have another family be out here doing his thing in the streets and it won't be much more than a rumor to the person who matters which is his wife now that's not the case anymore this is the reason why marriage does not look appealing to many people if I'm a single person and a married person is willing to sleep with me I'm not someone that they know very well. I'm not someone that is offering them anything aside from a good time. I'm not someone who even cares about their family. You're really willing to risk it all for me just because you like how I look and you're curious. And this is why marriage is not as appealing as it used to be because people are too out there. There's not even any discretion when it comes to cheating. Men and women have no shame. If they are married and their spouse is cheating and they say, well, forget it, I'm going to go ahead and cheat too. Then you have the outside world looking like, why in the world would I sign up for that? Why would I want to be attached to someone and make a commitment to someone if at the end of the day, I'm still going to be for the streets? Let me just be for the streets. Let's cut out the middleman. What do I need to get married for if this is what's going to end up happening at the end of the day? People don't want marriages that are like that. People don't want to go into marriages knowing they're going to have to share the person they're getting married to. Don't get me wrong. Some people get down like that, but nobody is really happy to do that. Everybody wishes that they were enough for someone who is going as far as asking you to marry them. Or you would hope that you're enough for someone who is accepting your marriage proposal. Why is it that we have to bring people off of the streets to make us attracted to each other if you need to go that far? If you have to have another woman's vagina in your face, men, if you have to have another man's penis in the vicinity of yours in order for your wife to be pleased, then guess what? You ain't enough. Go get someone that you're enough for. That's my little two cents on that. Next reason is younger people. They are not attracted to marriage. And to be honest, I don't think that they should be. And the reason is, is when you're in your 20s, let's do a timeline here. By the time you get out of high school, you're about 18 or so, right? By the time you finish college, if you decide to go to college, it's four years later for many people. Um, so you're about 22. And this is just average, plain old, simple math, right? So 22, when you either get out of four years of college 
or you decide to go out and, you know, start your own business or you just decided to start working as soon as you got out of high school. Right. Once you have that four years of extra work, whether it's schoolwork or whether it's actually being in the workforce or the career field you want, um, you are not in any hurry, I will say, to be under another person's rules, especially if you went to college. So the more educated you are, you know, the less likely you are to say, hey, this is what I just did. I just got through high school. Everyone's telling me what to do. I just got out of college. Everyone's telling me what to do. My parents, teachers, professors, I'm finally free. First thing that pops into your head is not, hmm, let me go get a wife who's going to come up with a honey-do list for me to do shit on my day off when I just want to sit back and relax or when I just want to hang out with my friends. You don't think, hmm, let me go find a wife. So when I want to go out with my friends, I have to check in with somebody first. I can't just pick up and go, you know, like I've been dreaming of doing my whole life. Now that I have the stability, now that I have a little money to throw around, and now that I can pretty much do what I've been waiting all my life to do, which is get up and go. Yeah, let me go get someone else I have to answer to. And the same goes for women. They do not want to go through school and get out and then say, you know what? Let me go find a husband. No, no, no. I need to go find a husband that wants dinner cooked at a certain time. Yeah, now that I finally made my way, I've gotten my degree, I'm in my career field. No, let me put that on pause. Let me go find someone who wants dinner made. Let me go find someone who wants to pop out some kids. Let me go find someone who I can't just go out with my girls, stay out and party, you know, and do what I want to do. I have a curfew now because I have to be a respectable wife. Let me put my actual life and freedom on hold while I'm in my 20s so I can go out here and find me a husband. Now, some people think that in your 20s is the best time to get married. I do not. And I'm going to strongly encourage my sons not to do so. And the reason for that is this is how you end up with baggage in your 30s and 40s. The same baggage that people then hold against you when you are back out here dating. When you find out the person that you met in your 20s is not the person equipped to build a life with. You know, when you meet someone in their 20s, no one has anything really. Everyone is optimistic. Everyone is like, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. Even if they do go as far as having a five-year plan, once you get to the 30s, you're going to see how much action they put behind those plans. You're going to see how much work they put behind those ideas. And then once you get to your 30s, do you really think that you went through your 20s and went into your 30s a whole decade with a person in a relationship and you didn't have any kids? No, by this time you've had a child, maybe several children. And then when you get that time in and you see that they're not um, putting anything behind their dreams, their goals, and you are like, okay, I have to get out of here because I'm moving forward and you're standing still. Now you're out here on the dating scene and people are treating you like you're a person who just makes bad decisions because you made a decision in your 20s when the person you met in your 20s, if they were in their 20s, 
they are not the person that they are going to be. They're just not. They have not learned. They have not grown. They have not lived enough to know what is important and what is not. They do not know what to give to you because they don't know who they are yet. And I don't want to make it sound a certain way, but they haven't experienced very much as a person in their 20s, just a couple of years removed from school or from their parents' home. So this is why people in their 20s are not and should not be attracted to marriage. A, because it's not attractive to people of that age. And then now, here we are in the 30s and the 40s, these golden ages, at least for us. And you have people that are now very, very picky. I had this. I had someone saying they were going to do this. I had someone acting like they wanted to do that. And, you know, it wasn't true. Men, all the same. I had a woman. She said that she wanted to do this. She said she wanted to be a wife. She said she wanted to, and she didn't mind. And she was down with the program, put the ring on, everything went left. And somehow, someone telling you something and it not being true makes it a character flaw on you. You got it. On you. So marriages are not lasting because they are not attractive. It is easier to get out of a mortgage in many cases than it is to get out of a marriage. You know, if you marry someone and then you don't want to be with them, all you have to do is sign on the dotted line and go on about your business. That's all you have to do. And let let me be clear. Don't get me wrong. I know divorces cost money. But let me ask you this. If you get a house, right? You get a house and after three years, now you signed on for this house for the 20, 30 year mortgage, as many people do, which I don't understand, but as many people do. And then you're like, okay, I don't want this house. If you could get an exact number of what you had to pay, or at least a very, very close estimate on what you had to pay to get out of that mortgage, what would you do? What would you do? Get a second job, borrow, do whatever it is you have to do because you no longer want this house. This is what people do and this is how easy it is to get out of a marriage. You can get out of a marriage easier than you can get out of a mortgage. There is no tarnish to your name. It doesn't mess up your credit. You can move on and get someone else, you know, but if you give up a house that you made a commitment to for 20 or 30 years, you can't walk into another bank and say, you know what, let me let me get us another go. You know, they're like, hell no, we heard about you. Let me, let me pull up your credit. Let me see what, you, what your background is looking like. And this is why marriages are not lasting like they used to. People enter marriages preparing for a divorce. People enter marriages believing that you don't have to love this person. People enter marriages knowing that they don't have to be faithful to these people. And you know who I put the pressure on to make marriages great again? I put the pressure on married people. I'm calling all married people. Married men and women, it is on you to make marriages great again. It is on you. 
to not look and frown up your face and act like after the wedding is over that, you know, you're literally in some sort of a prison. Men, if you old and if you're sleepy and if you don't want to hang out, stop blaming your wife. Stop acting like you don't want to stay out late because your wife gonna cut into you. She know you out with your friends. She don't care. But to not look bad, you tell these people, yeah, huh, I got to get up out of here, dog. My wife gonna kill me. No, she ain't. But you old and you just want to go home and go to bed. Just go home and go to bed. Okay, do that. Women, if you have messy friends and you just don't want to hang around them, just stop hanging around them. Stop telling them that your husband said you can't go. Stop telling them that, you know, you can't find a sitter. Stop doing that. You're old, you're tired, they messy, don't go. But stop making your life look like a prison. All of these things are factors. And while people look at marriages and say, no, I'm good. I don't want to go over there. Because... What is the perk of it? If I can get the same dick, if I can get the same sex, if I can get the same things from a man without having to marry him, why marry him? Men feel the same way. If I can get the same sucking and fucking that I'm getting now, what do I got to put in extra effort for? There is little to no value in it. It's not appealing. Who is drawn to getting married aside from people who like throwing big parties and big weddings? It's not appealing anymore. They have convinced people that you don't have to be in love to be married. I truly believe that you do. Because I can seriously look at some people and say it ain't enough money in the world. It's not. And when you have value on yourself you require more from anyone that you are with there is no dollar amount you can have that will allow me to let you rob me of my dignity there isn't a bank statement a bank balance long enough for me to let you disrespect me for me to let you treat me like trash For me to let you talk down to me as if I am worthless, as if I am useless. A lot of people will endure something like that. And for what? Life is too short. You can't take none of this shit with you. Okay? You can't. So what are you sitting in a miserable marriage for? Just to say you have someone? There is so many people on this earth. Find you someone that you can look over at and you don't mind seeing on your last day on this earth. That's what marriages should be about. If I left this world tomorrow, am I good with this person I've chosen to spend the rest of this life with? And the problem is, is many people don't put that much into their mates, into their spouses. They put this burden on their children they think it's their children's job to be by their side until their dying day and that's a crappy thing to put on a child who already has to deal with losing you it is not their job you find someone who you know loves you to literally the end of this earth because all of this business and bag and all of that talk is bullshit It just sounds good. Now, if you have it, great. You got it. Cool. But 
not everybody's going to have it. Let's just call it what it is. What does that mean? You're going to die alone because you don't have it? And if it was all about the business and the bag and all of that, why are so many rich people getting divorced? That's not what it's about. It doesn't make you happy. Those old couples you see, you know, in Walmart, those old couples you see holding each other up, literally. The old couples you see where one can see and one can hear. That's what it's about. But you've been brainwashed into thinking that it's all about money. That's what it's about. It's about money. It's about how big your ass is, how how you look, your sexual market value, and all of this other bullshit. It is bullshit. And this is why nobody is getting married because everybody is picky. Marriage isn't appealing. Even if I do get married, I'm going to get cheated on. No one sees any value in it because people who are married don't put out the best picture of what being married is of what being married looks like and i'm not saying going around bragging and boosting about the one good day that you have that's not what i'm talking about making your marriage a thing to be admired is more than bragging it's just about being it's about the closeness It's about the body language. It's about the intimacy. And it's really about the integrity of your marriage. What is happening when you are not around? How does this person speak about you when you are not around? Do they speak about you in this way that makes other people say, damn, I want something like that. And if they do, are you doing everything you can to hold up the other end? Don't have your spouse out here speaking the world of you and then their friends go out here and see you chasing every damn skirt or every pair of gray sweatpants in the damn city. Being valued has to be a two-way street and in many cases it is not. One person has to believe they're the prize and guess what? If they believe they're the prize, they're not doing any of the work. I'm the prize, you do the work. You should just be glad I'm here. You don't want that. You want someone that is going to add balance to you. If you're a hothead, you need somebody calm. You need someone who knows how to talk to you, how to bring you to a zen space, how to keep your behind out of jail, okay? If you're someone who's a little irresponsible with money, you need someone who is responsible with money so that you guys can have that balance. You need someone who is going to speak to the part of you that needs to be spoken to. If you are someone who is unsure of yourself, if you're always second guessing yourself, you need someone who is reassuring. This is what I mean by balance. Not everything is about a bank balance. Not everything is a business transaction. Businesses crumble all the time. Businesses fail all the time it does not mean that those businesses cannot come back and be successful but some businesses once they fail and go bankrupt they are no longer and even if you are a marriage that treats yourself as a business and you fail and you come back you're putting more attention into the business than you are into your marriage and this is how someone just saying hey I like that dress you have on today. It's really nice. Or, mm, that's a nice tie. This is some shit, some simple shit that's going to ruin your marriage. 
because this is not something that you even care to mention anymore. This is not something you even pay attention to anymore. And this is why marriages are not lasting like they used to. You know, there was a time that people actually killed people. I mean, literally killed people buried in the backyard. Um, Once they started to break ground for construction, finding bodies killed people for threatening to ruin their marriage, for threatening to go to their wives, for threatening to go out here and ruin a woman's good name. People have died for this. This is how important marriages used to be. That if you even thought about going over here and tearing my family apart, you gonna have to pay severely for that. I'm not letting that ride. You not making it home today. That's also why marriages were lasting longer back in the day because it was literally something people would kill to preserve. And it wasn't about millions of dollars. It wasn't about assets. It wasn't about any of that. People understood legacy. People understood bloodlines. And yeah, I'm somebody who'd like to have a good time, but I'll be damned if this good time comes in and thinks it's big enough to ruin all of that. I may have made a mistake, but I'm going to fix this mistake, even if it means acting like we about to have some dinner and nobody sees you again after this. That's how real it used to be. Now you got people who will cheat on you damn near in public. No, ain't no damn near in public. I just saw a dude on TikTok jumping in the damn water to talk to some lady in Miami. The lady in Miami went to her TikTok and said, hey, help me find this man. They found his ass, all right, and his wife. So it ain't no damn near in public. Dudes will walk up to you in public as if everyone does not have a camera phone in their pocket. Women, the same. You will be out here riding around with your sad dude or your regular dude or whatever dude living your best life as if your husband or your boyfriend don't know everybody in the city. I'm going to need y'all to do better. I'm not even going to mention boyfriends anymore because we are talking about marriages and why they don't last. And my opinion on that matter is they are just not appealing anymore. What can I have with a marriage that I don't have without one? It's very few things. All I'm going to have is a ring and someone saying that they're going to be with me for the rest of my life. Doesn't even have to be true. What do I get? This ring I get to wear. I may not even like the ring, but I have to wear it every day. That's what I get. You know, so I am calling on all married people to make marriages great again. Show people what it's about. Stick it out. Be close love each other, show people what they truly want that they cannot have by themselves, that they can't just get from a random person that wants to take up time and space in their life. Show them the beauty of this commitment. I'm not married. That responsibility is not on me. And, you know, it may not be important to married people to convince other people that marriage is great, but you guys sure have convinced people that it's a shit show. And that's all I'll say about that. Later.